Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Recknell, and I just wanted to give a short extra introduction to this episode of the podcast today. It is a very special episode because I am very excited to introduce you to a very sweet young man called Finalsin Strongathar. I had the pleasure of interviewing Finalson's mom, Kelly Strongatharm, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, can't remember when, um, on the podcast. Kelly's episode was season seven, episode two. So that's a few months ago now. I'll link to this in the show notes. And on this episode of the podcast, Kelly introduced us to her son, Finalson, and the experience that she had adopting him and bringing him home from Haiti on the day that the pandemic was declared back in March of 2020. You can only imagine what chaos and frustration and hope, truly the hope that Kelly and Finalson and the other families went through to bring these kids home back in March. If you had a chance to listen to Kelly's episode, you will hear how she got on a plane in Vancouver, headed to Montreal, not knowing if when she got there, if Finalson had gotten on the plane from Haiti and landed in and would be landing in Montreal. You'll also hear the energy and effort that it took to get his Canadian citizenship and his passport. And you will also hear the hopes and dreams that Kelly has for her son and for his life here in Canada. Today's episode is extra special because it's Finalson's side of the story. You get to hear what Finalson loves about Canada. You get to hear what it felt like leaving Haiti and arriving in Montreal and his experience of the plane trip uh, to get him up here to Canada. You'll also hear him share with us his favorite thing about himself and what his hopeful plans are for his future. I think you're really going to love this episode, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy, and let's get to it. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Recknell, and it is my pleasure to have the mother-son duo here today, Final Sin and Kelly Strongathar. Hello, my friends. Hello. Hello. It is so awesome to have you guys here. I have been so looking forward to this. Um, Kelly, we had you on the show, my gosh, a month ago, maybe even longer, um, telling sort of your side of your hope story and how uh, you got this lovely gentleman to be a part of your life. And I'm very excited to hear Final Sin's side of the story and hear what it's been like for you. So maybe I'll pass it over to you, Final Sin. Tell us what it's like for you here in Canada, going to school, living with mom. Tell us some more about that. (laughs) Well, I think it's just really great that I came to a country where I got more opportunities and I got a family and I get to get good education and there's less fighting. Mm. Very important. Respect. And how has that been? Like when you say uh, that there's been more respect, how how have you experienced that? Well, in Haiti, um, I experienced a lot of um, people getting hurt and killed and all those things. We sure are happy you're here where it's safe. Yep. And you... 
from where I came here, I saw that I noticed right away that it was nicer and it was cleaner. There's more respect for each other and there was no hurting. Mm, Amazing. I love it. I love that these are the things that you brand new to a country, um, that that's your experience of it here. You know, I, I like to think that I know that that's the experience of here. And I'm sure Kelly, that you, uh, brought him here because you would want to provide all of those wonderful things for him. But it's cool to hear that that is your experience as you've been here, Final Sin. I think that's just beautiful. Yay, I really, (laughs) really enjoy being here a Mm -hmm. lot. I bet, I bet. So when you learned that mom was going to be your mom, what did you think about that? I was really, really excited come to a new country and have a new family because <laughs> I really did not have family before yeah well and I know how much your mom waited for you she worked very hard to get you here can you tell us a little bit about what it was like on your trip on your journey to get here in the middle of a global pandemic I was really nervous at first because I had to go on an airplane with all only kids, no grown-ups except the pilot and some other um, person that walks around on the airplane and helps you with certain stuff. And I felt like, oh no, what if something goes wrong? And I never knew about the pandemic before. Because so when I got there, Montreal, I saw... I found mommy and I was really happy. Well, she was sure happy to see you. Worked very hard to get you home. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. So I know that you guys just moved to a farm. Tell me what it's like living at the farm. It is the best thing ever. You got lots of animals that come around and there's... I. Not too long ago, there's these duck couple that always came to the pond. Come on. The same exact ducks. Did they have any ducklings? Mm, no. Maybe but next year. Like, they're like um, husband and wife. <laughs> I love it. Isn't, but that's something, right? I bet that that's something that you've learned, that pairs kind of stick together. Is that right? Yep. Maybe they're going to find their ho- forever home there and you're going to have ducklings next year. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, that'd be really exciting. Addison would be happy. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite part about living on the farm? Just having peace. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. very calm and it's not overwhelming. Amazing. That sounds like a magical place. Can I come visit? Yes. I would love to. Next time I am in the Lower Mainland, I'm totally coming to visit. Yes, you have to. It's been too long since I've seen you anyway, Kelly. We have to to get together. I would love it. That'd be amazing. Where do you you live? I live in Calgary. Where's that? In a different province in Alberta. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but, but we're in Canada. Yeah, but it's a different province. 
Oh, we're in British Columbia. Yes. You got her. And Alberta's right next door. So it's driving distance. So next time you take She-Ra for a tour, maybe you bring her across the across the mountains into Calgary. Oh. <laughs> I do we do a lot of camping, you see. You guys could just come and we could go camping together and that would be amazing. Well, that sounds fun. Maybe we can bring Colleen Diego because we got a we got a spot under the table we could put their crate. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Because I have two dogs as well. And so they could be friends. Oh, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> we need to bring the big black cake crate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So this is a hope podcast. I like to talk about the hope, which means to me um, that the future will be better than today when we take action over the things we can control. And I wondered if you could tell us what you think your definition of hope is. What does hope mean to you? Well, when I'm an adult, I just like to be a part of more part of Ruben's shoes and go to Dominican Republic and help build schools. Can you tell us a little bit more about Ruben's shoes? Well, mommy worked really hard on Ruben's shoes because when she first went to Dominican, she noticed that all the kids needed shoes and uniforms to go to school. So she donated a lot of shoes to the um. Um, children so that they could go to school and maybe and it was really worth it because maybe one pair of shoes would be too kid for enough too big for one kid so we could give it to the other and then keep going on and on and on right she had a vision for what a hopeful future could look like for those kids and found something that she could really impact their lives with shoes yep and when mommy got um home there's lots of people that wanted to help. Are you guys doing some cool Ruben Shoes things now? What are we yeah. doing now? What do we do? Yeah. What did we just do at your school? That you did, helped me with. We did. We did talking. Yeah, you can tell. We me. talked to the two classroom about Ruben Shoes. Like the kids in your school to teach them all about it. Yeah. Very cool. Are you doing um, a fundraiser or a shoe drive there? Um, mommy? Well, we'd be doing a fundraiser. We actually do not collect the shoes anymore. Right. Um, logistically, it just got a little bit complicated. And then obviously with everything that happened with COVID, I think it was a really good decision for us to, to stop because we wouldn't be able to ship right now. So our focus is solely on the two schools and um, making sure that they still have everything that they need and all the kids are sponsored. And so all of our fundraising efforts go towards the schools and the students there. And mm-hmm. the schools here in Canada can do fundraising efforts however they want to to be able to contribute to that yeah exactly like uh, a good way to get involved is that i found is some of the classrooms will sponsor like a whole classroom will sponsor a student mm-hmm. so it's six hundred dollars a year but then they get to you know have a relationship with the, their students and watch them grow and and you know you have classroom of anywhere from 15 to 30 kids bring in a couple toonies and it, it quickly adds up right yeah it's done well, that's very cool. I want to know, what is your best quality? What is the favorite thing about yourself? 
What are some other things that you're really good at? You're really good at what? Hi. You get that? Singing. And what else? What were you just doing all morning? Lego. I really want to show you it. I really want to show you it. Okay, well, let me see it. Okay. Okay, you going to bring it? Yeah. Okay. Let, let, really big. Let me go. <laughs> Mom and I will talk for a minute. Okay. Um, so when you're talking to him about what his future looks like, is there anything like, I don't know what it, it what it's like to be a parent right now um, and sort of navigating what that future might look like for him? How are you helping him to set a foundation for a hopeful future? Um, well, I mean, we talk about the fact that I believe that he can be and do anything that he wants. And it doesn't necessarily have to be just one thing. It can be many things. And when he has interests that I support and, and see where that will lead, but also just, you know, a lot about being kind and respectful and um, a lot about inclusivity. And yeah, we have, we have, I mean, he's very, very sweet and kind. And he has, we have really good conversations around that. Here he comes. Now I need to put together. This is big. Whoa, that is beautiful. Is it a motorhome? A trailer? What is it? A motorhome trailer. That is incredible. Wobbly dobbly. You're still working on the trailer, yeah. That's the uh, future of She-Ra there, Kelly. Uh, yes, he uh, builds motorhomes any chance he can get, or he draws them, or, and he would love to build his own... Kid car, kid size motorhome. Amazing. Well, they have tiny <laughs> houses. So. Yes. Love it. That's amazing. That's amazing. What do you love about camping? Because this is clearly something you enjoy. What's your favorite thing about camping? Going in Chira. Yahoo! You just want to drive around? You don't care about stopping and being at the <laughs> lake or the park? You just want to drive around? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, final sin. I got one last question for you, my friend. Tell me, what do you think about when you think about your future? Well, I think about that maybe I could be really good at doing a few things, maybe like repairing cars or um, being like a famous race car driver. Absolutely. You can be anything you want to be. Or, or a baseball player. Why not? There's no stopping you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you have been amazing. I so appreciate you spending time with me and with your mom and telling the world uh, how you feel about hope, how awesome it is to have you here in Canada and uh, as part of mom and Diego's family. And I forget your other dog's name. What's your other Chloe. dog's name? Chloe. I'm Chloe. Right. Chloe and Diego love having you part of their family. I know it. Yay. <laughs> this has been so wonderful. Thank you guys both for taking the time to hang out with me today. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you for having us. I'll yeah. talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. These episodes are a labor of love. Inspiring conversations with hopeful people make my heart happy. If you also love this episode, it would be amazing if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Five stars if you're into it. 
It's these reviews that encourage Apple to promote this podcast to their network. And the more people that listen, the more hope we can spread into the world. Don't forget to check out the show notes of this episode to find all the links to my guests, books, and other resources referenced in this episode. You'll also find the link back to my website where you will find additional support and resources for you, your team, and your community. I truly believe that the future will be better than today by taking action over the things we can control. And hearing from these guests on these episodes, I know that even more hopeful future is totally possible. I'm always looking for inspirational guests, so if you or anyone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out. You can find me on the contact form of my website at expertinhope.com or by email at lindsay at expertinhope.com. When I was a teenager and my sisters were leaving the house to go out for the night, I always made it a point to remind them to call me if they need me. It was my way to tell them that I cared and would always be there for them. I'd love you to know the same, so all of you listening out there, call me if you need me. Again, thank you for your love and support of this podcast, my work in hope, and your intentional focus on making your future better than today. After all, hope without action is just a wish.